Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Morning half a million Americans. People we lost were extraordinary. Texas power investigation. But we're going to find out the whys and we're going to fix it. Stolen unemployment money. The bank tells them nothing's happened here or this is your fault. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Bells ring out at the National Cathedral in Washington in a staggering moment in the coronavirus pandemic. The U.S. death toll surpassing 500,000, marked as well by the president. To know what it's like. The president, whose repeatedly known loss, spoke directly to the families who've suffered it the past year. I know it's hard. I promise you, I know it's hard. I remember. That's how you heal. You have to remember. Mr. Biden said America must resist becoming numb to the sorrow caused by COVID deaths. He told the millions of loved ones listening. You're going to be okay. A moment of silence followed on the South Portico, appointed with 500 memorial candles. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Correspondent Nikki Batiste has more on a group of young mothers who've come together in the midst of unthinkable loss. He was just so full of life. I miss him so much. Michael Riley died from COVID-19 at age 47. It's indescribable, the pain. It's a pain she shares with Pamela Addison and her children, Elsie and Graham. Elsie will look up at the sky and say, Papa's up in the sky. Their dad, Martin, lost his battle with the virus last April. So I decided to create a Facebook group because there wasn't one. And especially for young widows because we have the challenge of having young kids. Everything is a mess right now. The group, now 400 strong, meets twice a week on Zoom. You took my daddy, now you took my husband. 65% are survivors of color. My husband was Brian. Families disproportionately hit by the virus. If it wasn't for this group, I wouldn't be okay. This morning on CNN, Dr. Anthony Fauci said he expects the CDC will soon lift some COVID guidelines for people who've been vaccinated. The Education Department says it's not going to let states skip federally required standardized testing in schools because of the pandemic, but they can be delayed or held online. Now to Aurora, Colorado, CBS's Omar Villafranca has more on a new expert report on the death of a black man in a 2019 encounter with police. I have a right to stop you because you're being suspicious. According to the independent investigation, Aurora police had no legal basis to stop, frisk, and violently restrain Elijah McClain. I'm going home. Relax or I'm going to have to change this situation. Officers put the 23-year-old in a tight neck hole. Paramedics sedated the 5'6", 140-pound McClain with enough ketamine for a man weighing 50 pounds more than he did. He suffered a heart attack on the way to the hospital and died days later. No justice, no peace! 
sparking protests across the nation. The report is calling for changes on how the police department handles use of force cases, including improving training and accountability systems. CBS News has learned that a new policy allowing unaccompanied migrant children to enter the country is already creating some problems. Here's correspondent Cammie McCormick. Last week, border agents apprehended more than 1,500 migrant children and 300 more on Sunday alone. That uptick has alarmed government officials, and shelter beds are running low. According to data obtained by CBS News, many of these children are spending more than three days at these facilities, despite a law that they be transferred to a refugee office before then. The wife of Mexican drug lord Joaquin El Chapo Guzman has been arrested in the U.S. The 31-year-old former beauty queen is accused of helping him run his drug cartel and plot his escape from a Mexican prison in 2015. At last word, around 8 million Texas residents still have major issues with their water supply. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick says a state investigation will look into the massive power failure last week. You want answers, and that's what we're going to get, and we're going to fix it. State TV in Iran says the country has begun restricting international inspectors at its nuclear facilities. The report says it's a move to pressure the West to lift crippling economic sanctions and restore the 2015 nuclear deal. There's an early readout in the investigation into the fiery failure of an engine on a United Airlines flight that scattered debris over suburban Denver over the weekend. Robert Sumwalt, who heads up the National Transportation Safety Board, says two fan blades on the engine have been the focus of attention. Regarding the fan blade that was fractured at the root, a preliminary on-scene exam indicates damage consistent with metal fatigue. Boeing 777s with those engines are now being inspected. California lawmakers are demanding answers from Bank of America, which supplies the debit cards for unemployment funds for millions of state residents. CBS's Vicki Barker says there are allegations the bank is not investigating fraud claims. John Luna was driving when his wife Julie called him hysterical. She was uh, screaming, she was crying, and the only words I can understand was bank and money. Someone had stolen $5,000 from their unemployment account. Five days in a row, $1,000 transactions. But two days after they reported the theft to Bank of America, which distributes the state's jobless benefits through debit cards, they got a letter rejecting their claim. Georgia Moran had $600 taken from her Bank of America account. When I called to make the claim, they froze my account that day. Her rejection letter was dated the same day she called. The $8,000 in her account remains frozen. It's unconscionable. Bank regulator turned academic David Weber. It does not sound like Bank of America is making a good faith effort to investigate these claims. Bank of America denies that. The thousands of desperate Californians represented in a federal lawsuit against the bank would disagree. CBS's Steve Futterman got a chance to speak with a bone cancer survivor with prosthetic leg bones who's set to become the youngest American in space. Haley Arsenault had childhood dreams of going into space. I actually visited NASA in Houston a few months before I was diagnosed with cancer. She was 10 at the time. Soon she was fighting for her life. She beat cancer. Now at the age of 29, she is getting ready for the trip of a lifetime. I can't go skiing. I can't jump on trampolines. I can't jump out of an airplane. But in space... In space, I'll have no limitations. You know, being in zero gravity. The man paying the bill is billionaire Jared Isaacman. He will also be on the flight, which is part of Elon Musk's private SpaceX program. I definitely do have some limitations, but it doesn't stop me. Steve Futterman, CBS News. A long-running TV show will change who's behind a 
certain character. Children, you should be grateful you live in a country where childhood diseases have been practically... Harry Shearer, who's been playing The Simpsons' Dr. Hibbert since 1990, is stepping down so an actor of color can replace him. Dr. Hibbert is black. Shearer is white. He will continue to voice Ned Flanders and Principal Skinner. Last year, Hank Azaria announced he'd stop voicing Apu, who's Indian. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. 41-year-old baseball slugger Albert Pujols is entering the final year of a big contract with the L.A. Angels. And on social media, his wife suggested with some excitement that he'd be retiring after the season, ending, as she put it, one of the most remarkable careers in sports. She amended it later to be less definitive about his plans. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Tuesday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast, was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.